0: Welcome to the Sober Gay Sunday podcast, a podcast about being gay and sober, and not just on Sundays. Hello, and welcome back to the Sober Gay Sunday podcast. I'm your host, Dave. As of the recording of this podcast, I have 35 months of tenuous sobriety. In this podcast, we'll explore the ins and outs of being gay and sober in a world where drinking and using are woven into the fabric of our culture. Today, we're going to keep exploring my first year of sobriety and how amazing it was. Honestly, this is just me bragging at this point on how wonderful and supportive my community was that very first year. First, a disclaimer. I'm not a doctor or a mental health professional. I'm simply an addict in recovery telling my story. These are the tools and tricks of sobriety that work for me. These are just my experiences. If you feel like you're really struggling, please reach out to your healthcare provider and seek professional help. Now. On to the podcast. So to recap our last episode, I had reached out to an old friend for help on the first month of sobriety. His advice that no matter how bad you think you've messed up, there's someone who has done something 10 times worse and is on the last stop of their book tour about it was a game changer. After I started therapy and laid the groundwork for a more confident and balanced future, the overwhelming support and success of my first time venturing out on the town as a sober man springboarded me forward into a summer that I would never forget. With my newfound confidence and solid support system, it was time for a hot boy summer. And you were not ready. I knew at this point what I did this summer was going to set the tone for every summer to come. Yes, Memorial Day weekend was amazing in building my confidence. So I just had to remember that night. I had to remember those faces and know that no matter what happens going forward, I have support. So I bravely trucked forward and made some summer plans. Now, I haven't gone into my occupation on here. I've just been talking about my sober life. So we're going to detour for just a minute. I coach gymnastics full-time. Kids, six days and 40-plus hours a week. We follow the school schedule, so our class year is 40 weeks from September to June. It is a fantastic occupation. And without the job, I don't know where I would be in my recovery, if in recovery at all. That being said, children are so honest, emotional, true, energetic, compassionate, and a little mean. So being a role model in a child's life is truly one of the most rewarding things, but it's a lot. We must be gymnastics technicians, physics teachers, human behavior specialists, child psychologists, comedians, disciplinarians, project managers, and so much more all at once. Needless to say, every year after a long session, I need a break. Between our class year and our summer program, I get a week off, and I knew it was time to kick off this summer. The question was, what to do, where to go, who to see. I decided at this point that maybe just taking myself on a solo vacation would be perfect. I couldn't think of a more appropriate and meaningful place than Provincetown, Massachusetts. Now, if you don't know about P-Town, let me fill you in. Provincetown is at the northern tip of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. The seaside town is on the site of the Mayflower's Landing in 1620, commemorated by the towering Pilgrim Monument and neighboring Provincetown Museum. P-Town is known as a longtime haven for artists, lesbians, and gay men. This place means everything to me. Anyone who knows me knows that is my favorite place in the world. I have been going regularly every summer since I was 21 years old. First, I went when I was 17 years old with my friends from high school. It was off-season, and we were only there for a few hours. But that was my first taste. If only my 17-year-old self had known what this place would become for me. The second time was when I was 21. My friend group decided to go down for the day of the 4th of July, and it was so much fun. I was enjoying myself so much that I decided to stay. I lined up a few places to stay, and of course, As my friends and the last ferry to Boston left, the places to stay started to back out. I remember sitting on the curb on Commercial Street thinking, Oh my God, I'm going to be sleeping on the beach. As I sat on the curb, practically in tears, one of my good friends saw me and said, You're Dave Becker. Go out. Find someone to take you home for the night. So, I did. His name was Spike. No joke, Spike. And it was lovely. And now, back to summer 2021. Now, I have had a huge range of experiences in P-Town. I went from a playful, drunk 21-year-old to fully sober, to circuit boy, to a full-on meth head. And now, it was time to return as a sober man. Every corner of that town is full of memories. So, I booked a few days and hoped to create amazing new ones. Seeing the monument peek over the dunes as the ferry skimmed across the bay filled my heart with joy. I stepped off the boat and took a deep breath in. As I exhaled, all remaining anxiety about anything and everything left my body. Summer 2021 was here. I was finally home, which meant the fun could now begin. Being that I had been a P-Town regular for so long, I started to notice how fast World had traveled about my new sobriety. The amazing thing about being a gay sober man is the community, in my experience anyway, is very welcoming to newcomers. As my weekend in P-Town started to take shape, I started to find myself more and more surrounded by strong, successful, powerful, confident, sexy, sober men who all had years of sobriety under their belts. It was incredible to see these men weren't just surviving their addiction, they were thriving, like really thriving. From commercial street to tea dance to the nights out dancing, I found myself rounding up my week in P-Town with an invitation to Fire Island the following weekend. Once you make one sober friend, they introduce you to another, who introduces you to another, and so on and so forth. This pattern would not only repeat itself in P-Town, but also on my trip down to Fire Island, With my newfound confidence from my Provincetown experience that first weekend, I knew I was strong enough and brave enough to face the New Yorkers. Now, Fire Island. I had heard about this place from my New York friends. I'll be honest, I was skeptical. The big draw of Fire Island was lavish house parties where you had to quote-unquote know someone to get into. I am a P-Town stand through and through, because out in the street... At the bars. At the clubs. At the shops. At the galleries. Everyone is kind of on the same level. Yes, p is expensive and it's starting to become unavailable to many because of that. But it is still a quaint fishing town where anyone can bump into anyone and start up a conversation. The idea of having to be connected or whatever seemed unappealing to me. However, the friends who invited me were some of the kindest, most uplifting men I had met in recent years. One of these amazing men was coming up on a year of sobriety at the same time I was. So with him and his husband and their adorable little puppy by my side, we were able to kick off a fantastic weekend. And just like the time in P-Town earlier that week, I started to make sober friends one by one. I found myself surrounded completely by people in recovery. We danced. We beached. We watched the sunsets, we told our truth, we kissed, we fucked, we walked the boardwalks at night while living completely present. That feeling of being the person I always wanted to be started to emerge. Except this time, it started to emerge substance-free. I laughed, I cried, I told jokes, I was the best version of myself. All I needed was a safe space with supportive people to let it out. P-Town and Fire Island that summer were my training wheels. They were the best training wheels ever. Those men, those weekends it changed everything. They are the reason you are hearing my voice right now. They are the reason for all of this. I can't thank them enough. They know who they are. They're splashed all over my Instagram. That summer was it. That summer was the blueprint. That summer turned my compass to true north and set me on the path of making a real difference. I'll never forget it. The kindness, consideration, patience, and compassion showed to me that summer turned my eyes forward to the future. I knew I wanted to pay it forward, and I had just the way to do it. Thank you for tuning in to the Sober Gay Sunday podcast. Please feel free to like, subscribe, share, and comment. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sober Gay Sunday. You can also email me directly at sobergaysunday@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, stay sober, guys.